It's time to break it all down. What happened and why? Welcome to Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist. Hello, Texans, and good morning. You know, very often on a Texans Monday, we hear a highlight after the open, but uh, not today because there was no game yesterday. This show usually airs the Monday after a game, and that's how it was designed. But what happened and why? We're going to go over training camp, what happened and why, the preseason, what happened and why. Well, a lot of the why you already know. Deshaun Watson signing over the weekend, and it's not unprecedented to have a Texans Monday before the opening day game. We did it last year because the Texans opened on Monday Night Football. We did it in 2013, and I think that's the only two times ever. But let's get to it. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you. John McClain joins us at 830 as we'll take you till 10. Sports Radio 610, as you know, in the midst of a tremendous wave of programming, 100 hours pregame show, the biggest pregame show in the history of the world. And we've got replays going on. 8 o'clock tonight, Texans Patriots from last year. Johnny, last night was Texans Titans, the one up there. I mean, why would you rerun the regular season finale? That was a meaningless <laughs> game. But uh, did, you, did you hear any of your performance from that game last night? No, I didn't get a chance to. I was kind of focused in. I was writing uh, on the Chiefs last night, so uh, I did not. What did What did you think? How did you feel listening to our performance? Well, what would you first, give it? I'm listening to the game. I'm thinking, are we going to pull this out? I mean, this is <laughs> – I'm a little – I was a little worried. I was like, wait a minute. Is, am I in some kind of time vortex here where this, the result of this can change now? Yeah. Uh, we picked four games. Actually, Armin uh, Williams, the program director for Sports Radio 610, picked four games. And I think he did a great job. We talked about that on Friday night, I believe, uh, the games he decided to go with. But the um, I, I thought it was good. You know, it, it, the crowd was going crazy. It was Nashville yeah. late in the season. They're having a great year. Tannehill's hot. And, you know, I think we forget sometimes. We do talk about those games and how big they were. And I want to talk about this year, not last year. But I, I think the, the key to point out is those were two very hot teams at the time. The Titans were really hot when you went up there and beat them on the road. And the Bucks, we were already talking about the Bucks, like, oh, now you got the Bucks next week, too. And the Bucks were hot. They were beating Detroit that day. I think they had won four in a row or something going yep. in uh, to yep. the Texans game. So, you know, that was, that was nice to get those two wins on the road. And I think that was the, you know, I know the Buffalo game was great and the comeback and everything but I think as far as the regular season goes those two games define the regular season this team being able to go up there in in gotta have in situations and getting those wins yeah the Tennessee game was you know at first you oh man where where is this thing gonna go and then yep you know Angelo Blackson ends up blocking a field goal and then you've got uh you know, the play that Justin Reed made that put the ball in the hands of Whitney Merciless that just flipped that whole thing and it was like yep. that's when that game just really Turn. I mean, literally turn a complete 180 going the other way is when he's taking an interception because that's when the Texans really took over that game. And then Kenny Stills, I mean, we've said this how many times. I remember going into that game, okay, good. This We finally have got Fuller Stills Hopkins ready to go. Three guys, how are the Titans going to cover them? What are they going to do? And when they chose yep. to put their number three cover guy in Kenny Stills and he roasted them for two touchdowns. Uh, right. And I think that's going to be an issue for teams this year. How do you cover these guys if you go man-to-man in particular – who are you going to put mm-hmm. on whom? What are you going to do? Are you going to double cush? You can double full? You can double stills? What are you going to do? Somebody's getting a one-on-one matchup. And that game yeah. to me was symbolic of what this team can do going forward as we bridged in 2019 and 2020 because you're going to have to figure out somebody is going to have to double somebody or 
you might have to play a bunch of dime and have two doubles, and that's going to leave you susceptible to run game at all times. And the Texans definitely aren't scared to run. But that Tennessee game, on that play, it turned, and then the Texans really, I, I don't want to say dominated the game, but really had that game in full control, really, uh, and there wasn't much to the rest of it other than Jonu Smith you know, making a run down the sideline. Um, on that run, it really kind of got them going, but it really was kind of a complete win. But it really started with that that uh, you know Angelo Blackson field goal block, and then obviously Justin and Whitney making that play. Such that was a, great, a huge. That was a great, great weekend. It, it really was up there to get that one. Now um, a few things as they apply to this season. Uh, the defense played well against Eric Henry. Now yep. the however part, I mean they they won the game. Okay, so you're up twenty one to fourteen or twenty four to fourteen. Uh, because they got a big field goal drive to get a two-score lead, which really was necessary because Tennessee drove downfield yep. and pulled within three with a chance for an outside kick or whatever, uh, and they, they didn't get it. But I wanted to ask you this, because when you look at it offensively, and Andre was talking about this during the broadcast, the replay of Texans-Titans last night, he said, look, Fuller's getting all this attention. And Hopkins in the fourth quarter goes off. I mean, it was like a basketball player having a big fourth quarter. That, that's what it looked like. And he had LaShawn Sims on him one-on-one. That's a mismatch. That's like, okay, I'm going to go post up Dream on a guard or something. You know, it's just not yeah. fair. So they just went to town on that matchup because Fuller was there and he drew extra attention. And yep. to your point, you're going to get that a lot this year. And I'm excited about that yep. prospect because it's not just going to be, well, if this guy's doubled, well, that guy's going to have a big game, meaning Hopkins last year. Now you have yeah. multiple other threats to go to in that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. And and let's start with Thursday night, Mark. Let's take a look at the Kansas City secondary, okay? at Starting at corner will be Traverius Ward. He's the only he's the only known commodity in that sec- at, at corner. Bashad Breeland is suspended for the first four weeks, so he's out. He was the other starter. So you're going to have Traverius Ward and potentially Rashad Fenton, who was a rookie last year and has not started at all. He'd come in for nickel a little bit. So you got Traverius Ward, Rashad Fenton, and your backups at corner are Legereus Sneed. Now, he might start. He's a rookie out of Louisiana Tech. He played safety in college. He's going to be playing corner in the pros. And their backup is Bo Pete, Thakarius Bo Pete Keys, who is also a rookie, he was drafted in the seventh round. And then another backup is Antonio Hamilton, who signed, he played with the New York Giants last year. So you're looking at a group of corners. At some point, the Texans are facing somebody, A, starting for the first time, or B, starting slash playing an NFL game for the first time when they go into their sub-package defense. So you're looking at a group for Kansas City that if it doesn't get heat up front against our receivers all fully healthy, they could have a hard time, a very, very difficult time figuring out what they're going to do uh, if they can't get heat on Deshaun Watson and then this group of receivers faces this inexperienced group of DBs down the field. Well, Johnny, look, I think they're going to want you – they're going to dare you to run the ball a little bit. Don't you think? The, I think the Texans are curious about their ability to run the ball. The other thing I, I really took note of in that replay last night as it applies to this year is – Carlos Hyde was big for this football team. Yes. I mean, a steady diet of Carlos Hyde in almost every game 
where, okay, you need you need yards on the ground, okay? Oh, they're going to put seven in there? Let's just jam it in. Let's just jam yep. it in, get four yards, you know, run the clock, you know, give everybody a, not a breather, but it's a very healthy thing for your football team, and then play action and the rest of it comes along. So my thought is, how does this happen this year? You have David Johnson, and we got to see it, right? We got to see right. it. He hasn't done this for a while. He hasn't had this role. He might not even be that kind of back, but – I think he can be that kind of back for sure. Uh, his high water mark last year in carries was 17. At well, no, actually 18 in the season finale, the regular season finale against the Detroit Lions. So 18, 17, but those were far and away his highest carry games. Uh, the next highest, a couple of games where he had 11. Now they might split it up between he and Duke, and who knows what else yep. they're thinking, but. I think you're with me that this is going to be interesting to see how they run the football, how they get those easy yards. I always talk about it. Daryl Morey used to talk about easy offense in the NBA. What's the easy offense you have on your team? Well, easy yards you have on your team is is the running game if it's clicking, and will they get it to click? I'm really curious to see how they get this done. Well, what uh, what was one of the layers of the running game that the Texans peeled back in week six? The running game of DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, nine catches yeah. for 55 yards. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we all talked about it during the broadcast. It felt sort of strange. I mean, Hop wasn't really able to kind of get anything kind of going that day, if you will, for, for a, you know, but if you had him in a PPR league, you were happy. But his yardage was 55 yards. He was picking up a lot of those really kind of short passes. And look, Kansas City's going to give you something. Look, there's no Mike Pennell in the middle. Mike Pennell, who I think – is one of the more underrated storylines in this game was really, really important in the playoff game. We have had struggles for years blocking that guy. I remember dating back to a, pl- uh, a, a preseason game in 2015 when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. He made like three straight plays down on the goal line. I'm like, God, we can't block this guy at all. And then he did it in the playoff game. And it was like, mm-hmm. they didn't really need Chris Jones. And the thing about Chris Jones, he's such a dynamic talent inside, but like a lot of guys, he wants to rush the quarterback. That's what he wants his game to be. He wants to be disruptive and go rush the quarterback. If he happens to split a gap and go upfield and make a tackle for a loss, great. But what he wants to do is go after the quarterback. And we missed him. We didn't face him last year. I think he's, he's a big storyline in this game, too. How much, can he, how much can he affect the game and how much can the Texans control him in the run game? And how much does he want to be a factor in the run game because if he's just running up field, splitting gaps, trying to create chaos, the Texans will they'll, they'll gash him. And I do think it'll probably be a little bit closer with David and Duke, but I wouldn't be surprised again going back to that whole you know, your short passing game is just an extension of your run game sort of thing. I really wouldn't be surprised to see the Texans engage in that when they need to. But it's a, again, in week six, and this is the other thing, Mark, in the playoff game, we weren't really able to do this, and I think it was for one big reason. We weren't really able physically to, to take over up front yep. as we did. A, Mike Pennell was playing, and B, Titus Howard was not. And that was huge for this team, not having Titus Howard over right tackle. And I think that's a major, major battle in this one is Titus going against Frank Clark over that right side, the defensive left. Well, here's another thing about that Week 6 matchup. Again, last year's games as they apply to this year, and uh, Chiefs matchup is certainly applicable. But that Week 6 matchup, you bring it up, and yeah, that D-hop short passing attack, those, those short passes, the fourth down conversion, the rest of them, 
definitely a factor. Hyde had 26 carries in that game that they won for 116 yards. Hyde had six games with more carries than Johnson's high carry mark last year. Now, I know Johnson, look, wasn't – they had other options, right, in Arizona, and Hyde was the workhorse here. I think if they go to that kind of thing – now, they'll probably split a lot more. You know, I don't know what the percentage will be. You know, 60-40 in carries with uh, John Duke and, and David. Well, David yep. going first in that category. But – I, I'm really curious to see how they do it because it's almost a departure of what you want to do or what you have been doing anyway, not what you want to do. It's probably what they want to do. Otherwise, they'd have a big back in here like Hyde, you know, yeah. a, a guy similar to that. Johnson can run the ball, clearly, but he's also going to be utilized as the receiver. That threat is going to be really cool because Hyde wasn't that threat as a receiver 10 catches last year I just think this is an interesting dynamic because you know look I don't know Bill O'Brien that well it's only been a half dozen years but I do know death and taxes he wants to run the football but we'll see how this attack is different with Tim Kelly calling the plays and they worked all offseason revamped the personnel and I'm really curious to see what they spit out on Thursday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs are, too. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a guessing game for them. You know, how are you going to play the Texans when you're on D? And we're all waiting. It's going to be Thursday at 720. Yeah, and I mean, here's the other thing. And you tweeted it out last night. You know, weather could be a factor, too. If, mm-hmm. if we do end up getting showers in that game, and I've seen kind of both. I've seen it sort of clearing out before the game starts. And I've also seen it showering during the game. You know, if weather ends up being a factor and you do have to grind it out a little bit, you do have two backs. And here, here's the other thing. And I, and I, I know when you, look, when you see Duke Johnson, you go, okay, he's a scat back. He's a receiving running back, all that kind of stuff. thing about it is Duke isn't scared to run inside. He is not scared to run inside and actually does a good job running inside because he is extremely patient to allow blocks to develop, and then he's got a wicked jump cut that when he gets in a hole, and he did this in the Buffalo game, and I did a telestrator on this this summer, where that first play after the, in fact, both drives in the second half, not the, the one even before Buffalo kicked the field goal after J.J. Sack, Duke had the same type run to the same side, a little power run, and he kind of dodges guys inside, picks up 10 yards. He did it on the drive that led to Deshaun's touchdown, he gets in the gap. It's hard to find him. And then all of a sudden he pops up on a guy, and the guy's really not ready to tackle him because he got up on him quickly. He jump cuts out of the hole, sprints forward, 10-yard gain. Duke is as good a guy running inside as, as David is. They both are very good running inside. So I don't, I don't worry about when Duke goes in, oh, this is just going to be a perimeter game now. Duke will come in there and hammer that sucker in there. He's tough. He is really physical and really tough for a guy that's not – He's not huge in stature, but he's thick and stocky, so I wouldn't be surprised when Duke's in there that they keep pounding the ball uh, as well with him because I think it's the one thing you don't think about. Like, oh, they're going to set him up in, in mismatches in the passing game. Well, yeah, they, they would love to do that, and they want to do that, but they're not scared to say, hey, let's run power here with Duke, you know, or, or let's run outside zone and, hey, cut that thing back, Duke. I mean, they're not scared to do that whatsoever. You know, Darren Sproles is the same way. He was tough inside, really, really tough. Uh, and we're going to see our version of uh, Darren Sproles on the other side of the field uh, on Thursday night, which is going to be very, very interesting. I thought we got rid of Sproles, but then his exact replica came on in, as Anthony Weaver said yesterday, talking about Clyde Edwards-Elair. Yeah, but at least Elair or Edwards-Elair 
I should call him Edwards Hilaire, right? Hyphenated name. I got to yes. get into that. Okay. Yes. I've been studying the Chiefs, Johnny. I've been getting ready for the game. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because that's the last game we did. So yeah. I'm looking at this roster like, yeah, I know these guys pretty well. It's like a <laughs> yeah. divisional opponent, really, it it is. Is at this point. It is. You know, I, I mean, mean, we play them every year, but what? Patrick's first year as a starter. Yeah, Cause, right. Because we, we played them twice in 15. Mm-hmm. We played them in 16 in week two, 17 mm-hmm. in week five. 18 was the one year we didn't play them. And then last year we played them twice. It, as far as non-divisional opponents, it's like the Patriots because you see the Patriots an awful lot as well, right? The first yep. place finishes, two two uh, appearances against them in 2016 because of the playoff game. So you feel so familiar with this roster. But Edward Zilaire is certainly a threat. Now the good thing is he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's going to make plays. I mean, this is one of those, again, basketball comparisons He's going to get some of his. Not all of his, but he's yep. going to get some. He's going to get some plays. I mean, this guy's too good. They're going to find a way to get him open. But often enough for them, we'll see. And we'll see how Anthony Weaver attacks Mahomes. Because the one thing that, look, we've talked to him enough. And you know him well, haven't done radio with him. And, look, I was around here when he was a player. The one thing about Weaver is he's going to know, look, we cannot do what we did. And you mentioned you know, all the time anyway. A lot of it worked in that Week 6 matchup last year. But the game in the playoffs was such a weird game. You could never establish the line of scrimmage. It felt like that game was was played on the edge of a cliff. Early on, the Chiefs were dangling and holding on to a twig. (laughs) uh, But they jumped up, and the Texans fell down, and now they're dangling from a twig, and they actually fell into the abyss. So, I mean, it was that kind of game. It wasn't like this... You know, you score, I score, back and yeah. forth. It wasn't one of those kinds of games. And even though week six was a 14-point deficit for the Texans and they overcame it and won the game, it still felt like more of that kind of game because by halftime, the Texans led that one. All right, let's get to this because we have John McClain coming up at 8.30. What about over the weekend, Watson signing the news breaks on Saturday morning. Your gut reaction when you saw the news? I just I smiled, and then I was like, "Giddy up, to do list." Don't, don't you love that, Mark? I, I know that, I know that your wife will give you a. Some, sometimes you write it down, sometimes you don't. Give you a list of things that you have to do, and, or you just have a list of things to do. What does it feel like when you check off the last and most important one? Like, oh man. I mean, you know, I almost don't want to tell her because it's it's going to get additions, right? It's well, like, oh, right. well, now we have this revision here, and uh, <laughs> we, we have some yeah, additions true. to the list. Like, <laughs> I mean, that last item, I just can't get to that for some reason, so uh, we're going to have to – well, anyway, go but on. But for a fleeting second, you're like, oh, man, okay. I, at the end of the season, uh, thinking about 2020, I just I just got on my phone and we actually, I think we're actually flying back to Kansas City and I started thinking about what's the to-do list for this team going into going into this offseason. Now, I didn't have any idea that COVID was going to hit. No, none of us did. So I didn't think about it from that perspective, but I just started you know, writing things down. Signing Bradley Roby, I thought, was, was a big one to bring back. I thought re-signing Zach Cunningham um, or extending him. I felt like getting Laramie Tunsil back and, of course, getting Deshaun Watson extended, getting both of those guys extended, those were massive items. And it was like they were checking them off, kind of checking them off as they went. And then the last one was Deshaun Watson. And it, I don't think it was ever, you know, the one thing I'll say about both the team and, the, and, and Deshaun is this thing did not play out in the, in, the, in the media. It didn't play out on Twitter. There were a couple of times where it was 
you know, there was a little note from, I don't know, Rappaport or somebody saying what Deshaun was looking for, the length of contract Deshaun was looking for. But that was really about it. The team went about his business, and every time Bill was asked about it, he said, we're working on it. When Deshaun was asked about it, he said, look, I'm letting my agent, David Mugaletta, uh, handle it. And that's the way it went. And then when it got done and you see it, and it was like, man, he's here till 2025, as, at least I mean, as a starting point. I mean, look, we want Deshaun to be here for as long as Brady was in New England. But to see, man, 2025, I can't even think about 2025, but just to know that you have that security. But it was awesome. And then we saw the press conference, Mark, and I, I wasn't totally sure what was going to happen at the press conference. You know, we got a, a, a notice from, from Amy and our PR group that, hey, 630, there would be a media availability. Mm-hmm. There would be a media availability, and I didn't know at that point. I don't. Th- I think when we got that notice, it was on Friday, so it was not announced yet. And then when it was announced, like, oh, okay, now we see six thirty. This is what it's going to be. It, I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Dabble so Sweeney good. came in. Michael Perry, his high school coach from Gainesville, came in. Justin Verlander popped on the Zoom, and of course, Deshaun's Deshaun Watson's family, his mom Deanne. Um, his auntie, they, his aunt spoke and she was great. I mean, they just were fantastic. And they, I mean, uh, somebody put up a picture today showing his family and then Deshaun down below reacting to it. It was just like, man, I know I had, I had tears. I almost had turned my video off at one point. Cause I was like, dang, this is just, this is oh. like, it's so emotional right now. And then he tried to speak and it's like, what's the one thing we say about him that like nothing when he's on the field, nothing ever rattles him. Like, he's just always got a smile on his face. Nothing ever seems to get hit under his skin at all. He's so calm and poised. And, like, there he is having an emotional – and it was just – I thought it was, re- it was really cool. It was a really, really cool moment to be a part of that and watch that go down and know that he has done so much work to get to that point. And his family was so proud of him. And everybody that spoke about him that night was just, like, they were so proud of him. And, I mean, he's the kind of guy you just – how do you not root for how do you yeah. not root for it? And then at the end you go, and yet, and, and he wants to be part of the city of Houston and this organization as much as we want to be part of the city of Houston and this organization. And that was pretty cool too. I, I thought it was wonderful. Uh, the press conference was so moving. I, I watched the video a few times. With, just, the part with he and his family is so mm-hmm. touching. And, and I tweeted out, if this doesn't get your emotions going, seek medical attention because <laughs> yeah. you're dead inside. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I mean, he's so likable, and and the family's so likable, and yeah. uh, just the love they have for him, and the love he has for them. And plus, it's COVID times, and he's been yeah. in camp, and it, you know he hasn't seen them for a while, and um, I, you know, it was just so great. It was so great seeing that connection between he and his family, and you just can't help but but get your emotions stirred. Seeing that, yeah. and it's not about the money. It's about it's just about accomplishment. It felt like draft night all over again in a different yeah, way. Yeah. And it's a Saturday night. You know, you know, Bill O'Brien is touched by it too, and he's thinking, "I got to get ready for the Chiefs. All right, yeah. I got to play the Chiefs in a few days." And uh, this is but this is big. Like, I, you know, I know that he's moved by it, and I know that he's yeah. a football coach, and he's thinking, "Thank goodness it's game week Tuesday because tomorrow's yeah. game week Wednesday, meaning Sunday, and yeah. it's uh, it's time to really hunker down." And look, they've been preparing and game planning and everything this is the opener is always different you know you're more ready for that uh and good for the texans that this is a thursday nighter they'll get the little mini buy i don't know how they'll handle that over the weekend 
but they'll be ready for the Ravens, right? They get a little extra time, the coaching staff especially, to get ready for the Ravens, and they'll be able to watch the Ravens on Sunday. They'll be able yeah. to watch the Ravens in their opener and say, hey, you know, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah. I, I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. You know, one of the things that you know, you're talking about Bill wanting to kind of move on, I thought Sean, Sean said his mom was ready to get going too. She's like, oh, okay, congratulations. Now go win a championship. you got a game to play Thursday night. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, that was a great comment. Exactly. Yeah, This, I mean, it's the kind of thing that you worry about maybe with some other players, mm-hmm. but you don't worry about it too much with Deshaun. Like, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, the, the majority of that contract he's going to see in a couple of years um, you know, so when when that signing bonus comes in or whatever that that amount comes in, that that'll that'll really kind of shock his system a little bit. But I think you know the one thing, what the one time that he really kind of got really emotional, I thought was was interesting. Mark, it was when he was talking about Cal, the McNair family, Janice, yeah. uh, Hannah. He was talking about the McNair family, and he was talking about Coach O'Brien. And he was talking about Jack Easterby, and he was just. He was so thankful that they entrusted essentially the franchise to be in his hands. Yeah. And he was, you know, that was, you know, the trust that you have to have in a young man to say, look, you're, you're our guy. You have to be our guy. And you're going to be the one that leads us going forward. I mean, look, A, that's a lot of pressure. But B, for an organization to, to step up and essentially say that to you with yeah. both words and deed, i.e. the contract, that's a powerful thing, and that's when he really kind of was like, "Whoa, man, holy smokes!" And that's that I thought was I thought that was pretty interesting there, too. But it was a great night, really great there's, night. There's no good way to like you know, you know how I like to come up with metaphors, whatever. But for this, like I was gonna say, it's almost like you're engaged and living together, and now you're getting married. Uh, it, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like that because yeah. you know you have a rookie, you drafted him, you know he had no choice but to be <laughs> with you. It's an arranged marriage. Uh, he had no choice <laughs> but to be with you. Uh, but now he's committing, and you're committing. You're putting the rings on, saying we're gonna be yeah. together for a long time here, and it's very special. All right, John McClain is coming up. It is Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist and their concussion center, state of the art treatment, straight of the state of the art diagnosing abilities. Twelve locations offering diagnostic and treatment capabilities second to none they can quickly and accurately diagnose concussions and create a treatment plan to safely return athletes to work working out whatever it is they like to do athletically for more information on the houston methodist concussion center visit houstonmethodist.org slash concussion the official health care provider of the houston texans houston methodist leading medicine it's texans monday back with more of texans monday in a moment even now while we're distancing Your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. 
My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. The Houston Texans are proud to partner with Kroger and the Houston Food Bank to tackle hunger in Houston. Huddle Against Hunger, presented by Kroger, is a free, downloadable curriculum that includes activities designed to teach empathy and understanding around hunger in elementary, middle, and high school students, parents, and teachers. Join the huddle now by visiting HoustonTexans.com slash Huddle Against Hunger. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day Sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands, like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day Sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. More Texans radio in spectacular fashion is on the way. Hey, Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's Pizza. And did you know that I am the number one Texans fan in the city? Well, probably one of many. But you know what? We've been a sponsor of the Houston Texans now for almost 20 years. The official pizza of the Houston Texans is Papa John's. And now when the Texans win, and they will, the very next day, order pizzas and you'll get half off. That's right, 50% off your pizza order the day after the Texans win. So come on, Texans, win a lot. Better ingredients, better pizza, the best football, Papa John's Houston. It's the final days of the Ford Summer Sales Event, your last chance to get the best deals of the summer and the Ford Promise. Time's running out to buy America's best-selling brand with great summer offers and choose from a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory. Shop online or in person. The Ford Summer Sales Event ends September 8th. Hurry in while selection is best. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales, based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Houston Texans Lux is the only membership that gives you unprecedented access to Texans events and connections to the top business professionals in Houston. If suites become available for the 2020 season, be the first to know and sign up for the waitlist at HoustonTexans.com slash suites. In this uncertain environment, you can count on Houston Texans Lux to work for you. Contact us today for more information on Lux memberships. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash suites or call 832-667-2299. With Reliant, there's a free electricity plan for every type of person. Are you a weekend warrior? Well, we've got truly free weekends. Maybe you're a night owl. Well, we've got truly free nights. Say you're a free spirit. We've got truly free seven days. Pick your free and get a Google Nest Hub on us. All you got to do is call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com. Reliant, that's power. Your way. Google and Google Nest Hub are trademarks of Google LLC. Reliant, PUCT number 10007. 
Tonight, we continue our commercial-free replay of the best Texans wins from last season. At 8 o'clock, it's the 2019 matchup against the Patriots. It's caught by Stills. Rock and roll. Here, Texans Patriots. Commercial-free. Tonight at 8, a Texans radio special presentation. Inside the world's biggest pregame. 100 hours of Texans Chiefs coverage. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. Play here. Play here. Play here. Don't miss a moment of your Houston Texans 365 days a year. Download the Houston Texans mobile app. Texans Monday presented by Houston Methodist. Thursday night, 720 on Sports Radio 610, the Bull 100.3 FM on KPRC NBC. You will catch the Texans taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Now joining us on the Houston Chronicle, it's John McClain. John, your reaction to Deshaun Watson signing the big deal over the weekend and maybe some of the other moves that you digested over the weekend regarding the Houston Texans. We knew they'd been working around the clock on trying to get Watson's contract and done, and they wanted to get it done by the start of the season. It wasn't a hard deadline, and Bill O'Brien mentioned uh, afterward that they were glad to get it done before the season. And what I'd said all along is going to be about $40 million a year. It was 39 The cap is such where it won't hurt them for two years, so they can continue to make uh, good moves. $9.8 million this year, 15.9 in 2021. Then it jumps to 40.4. And by then, there's no telling what the salary cap will be because the new network television deal will have gone into effect. Right now, teams get $296 million a year, and there's talk that with ABC getting back in it and the streaming rights that they might be able to double that. So doing that third year, uh, $40.4 million cap, then uh, that's that's when it should go way up. But he earned it. He should have been second-highest paid to Mahomes. He was, and it's a great deal for Watson because he's not tied up for 11 years like Mahomes is. But, guys, truthfully, Watson deal is going to be redone after four years. They won't go through the full six. Mahomes, that thing will be torn up probably four or five years. And someday if those guys are playing into their 40s, they may look back and go, man, I can't believe I played for only an average of 45 and 39 million way back then. How do you John, are you? Hey, John, how, are you embarrassed with yourself, the fact that you guessed 40 and it came in at 39? I mean, come on. <laughs> a guy of your stature, I mean, you should be embarrassed that you're off by a million APY. Um, but, no, I, I joke, obviously. So let's take this, this job. We know what Mahomes got. We know what Watson got. What do you think this means now for Lamar Jackson and for Dak Prescott, John? Prescott um... – the thing about him is he's not signed extensions. You know, he's, he's looking for a new contract. Yeah. And everybody said they got hung up on the number of years. And I just find that that's just – I don't understand that. I can see money but not years. You know, the key is to just get them tied up where you don't have to worry about it for three or four years. And and this sets a, a new – standard my the deal with Mahomes is so out there because he has 10-year extension 11 years overall nobody else wants a deal like that at one point Watson's agent David Mugetta wanted three-year extension and they stuck to four and then once they got the Zach Cunningham deal done uh 
Jack Easterby, who spearheaded the negotiations, said that didn't really have anything to do with it. But once they got him out of, of the way a week earlier, both sides seemed to really bear down. And I'm guessing Easterby went went up and Mulligata went down and they met in the middle. And everybody was happy. And that Zoom call that Watson did, of all the conference calls I've done in 44 years of covering the NFL here, I've never seen anything like that. It it got everybody emotional. And it was a great job. Amy Pausick, the VP of Communications, put it together. Getting getting Dabo's winning wasn't that hard. But I get, I'm guessing none of them were hard. But having Justin Verlander, one of his buddies on there, and then having his family and Dijon crying and that that just he endeared himself to so many people uh, because of that Zoom and everybody seeing him on camera. I love to see players get so excited about something they get emotional. Yeah. I remember when Arian signed his deal and had a big press yep. conference. He got emotional as well back in twenty twelve. I asked him about his mother. I said, What are you gonna do for your mother? Kubiak told me and he started crying and Kubiak told me later, Foster came in there and said, John McClain made me cry. Kubiak, <laughs> what? What? What did he do? It's a long uh, list, John. It's a long yeah. list of people that you've made and cry. And I thought that that was great uh, to see him get that and feel the same way talking about his family because these guys have come from environments and circumstances we can't envision. John, Jordan Thomas, this is a bit of a surprise over the weekend. We all thought, and correct me if I'm wrong about you, I thought four tight ends was a definite possibility here, and he would be in that group, but no longer. As they go with Kahale Waring, who looked good as he got back into the lineup in training camp, your thoughts on the tight end situation? Tight ends was, along with the starting offensive line, the best position grouping in training camp, according to Bill O'Brien. And um, I thought they would keep four. I thought they were forced to keep four. And I don't think it was a numbers game. You know, Jordan Thomas did a really good job when we saw him. And he showed so much. Uh, he The expectations were high. Uh, once he started doing so well going into camp, I didn't have any expectations for him based on last year. I thought he'd be the odd man out. But, man, was I fooled when I thought he was secure. And Bill said they wanted to bring him back on the practice squad. But the truth is, if they valued him that much, they wouldn't have put him out there. So they still have their, their two – last year, nine games they started two tight ends with Darren Fells and Jordan Akins, and they may do that again. And uh, so Waring, has, you know, the thing about him was learning the game, the mental part, because he didn't grow up playing that much football. So he got to learn all that last year. So I don't know how much he'll play considering they have the first two. He's kind of a combination between Fells and Akins. Akins more of an H-back. Darren Fells can catch. He's also a good blocker. Fells told me in a story I did in offseason, he thought if he was going to make the team last year, it would be because of his blocking skills. And so Waring is a really good receiver, and he is a tough, willing blocker. But the key with him is making sure he doesn't make mental mistakes if he gets the opportunity. John Angelo Blackson being released was probably one that got everybody's caught everybody's attention i don't know that we a lot of people saw it coming your thoughts about blackson being released and then obviously he goes to arizona the texas did release john weeks and brent quality but were able to resign them we knew that was going to happen due to some procedural things but blackson goes to arizona 
What do you think that tells us about this defensive line heading into Thursday, John? Uh, that was, to me, a, the big biggest surprise because Blackson was a starter. They redid his contract to free up some cap dollars. It tells me two things. It wasn't that he didn't that he did bad. I think it says a lot about Ross Blacklock. And another guy who's been part of the rotation in last year, he made some plays, but I'm told he had a really good training camp, Carlos Watkins. And so Blacklock, I'm sure if they come out in a three-man front, that he'll be at right end. I'm guessing he'll be at right end. Then when they go to passing situations, he'll move inside. I always see a minute on the left side, but I'm wondering, can he play the right side in passing situations? We know what it'll be. It'll be Blacklock, Jake, the Martin, Merciless, and, uh, and the line inside linebackers. But I think if they stay healthy, their pass rush can be a whole lot better. And it better be, especially the way they start the season in the first, in, in particularly those first two games. It's a great story about Carlos Watkins because you just never know. It's in the you never know department because it looked like, oh, Angelo for sure. Uh, you know, just on paper in the offseason, you didn't know what was going on behind closed doors and everyone working out individually. But Watkins did have a good camp, and, and here he is. John Clowney in Nashville. What's this going to be like? I love it. I think it's see Clowney versus Tunsil twice, <laughs> twice a season, and uh, – I think that's going to be great. He signed a one-year deal. He got a new agent, Kennard McGuire, instead of Buzz Cook, and he got a 12-year deal that can be worth 15 if he hits a bunch of bonuses. And, you know, it's not what Clowney envisioned. You know, to, the the Texans, I believe, offered him – I know he offered him a deal that would have made a whole lot more money than he's made these last two seasons. Clowney, uh, uh, Amy Adams Strunk had her jet here ready to go, took him to Nashville, and uh, he's introduced to the media. So he ought to be really fired up. The fact that he's playing with Vrabel in a system he knows, with terminology he knows, it'll be a quicker adjustment had he gone to New Orleans for a new system, new new style of play, new terminology. It should be much smoother with him. And I think when Tunsil and Clowney go together, that will be – Boy, that'll be worth the price of admission if they're able to get any fans in by that time. She had her jet ready. You know, that would make COVID traveling really much more convenient to have Wouldn't my it? own jet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got to look. A, you think I could find one on eBay? Good price? We'll see. Probably so. Yeah. Probably General, so. Buy it, buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> buy it now. Right. Okay. General, thanks so much for the visit. What do you have going on in the Chronicle as we make our way toward opening night? Well, I had a thing today about talking about what the statement is by the Texans by signing guys like Watson, Cunningham, Merciless, Tunsil. It tells their players, if you are a good teammate, a good guy, you work hard and produce on the field, you got a chance to have a financial windfall. Guys, thank you very much. All right, coming up on Texans Monday, we mentioned Watson's press conference, but what does it really mean to have him here? What has his contribution been so far? What are we looking forward to? What do we need to explore with this? And more on the matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs, because after two games last year, the split, what's Thursday night going to be like with limited fans in the building, opening night, no one's seen anything from anybody during training camp. It's all coming up. It's Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist. Your Texans live here on Texans Radio. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. 
So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. My Twitter's blowing up at Jackbox. When are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. My Twitter's blowing up at Jackbox. When are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. Tonight, we continue our commercial-free replay of the best Texans wins from last season. At 8 o'clock, it's the 2019 matchup against the Patriots. It's caught by Stills! Rock and roll! Here, Texans-Patriots. Commercial-free. Tonight at 8, a Texans radio special presentation. Inside the world's biggest pregame. 100 hours of Texans-Chiefs coverage. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. At Brookside Equipment Sales, equipment's our middle name. You owe it to yourself to visit Brookside Equipment. Brookside is your top dealer for everything John Deere, and we're blowing out the competition with hundreds off gators and thousands off tractors, all with great finance offers. Brookside, 45 years with the best deals and treating customers right. Nine locations and now in Conroe. BrooksideUSA.com. At Brookside Equipment Sales, we're tough enough to cut it. This is Texans Radio. You're invited to Hearsay. Come sip, savor, and shake our craft cocktails and chef-inspired cuisine. From certified Angus hand-cut steaks to award-winning mac and cheese. Looking for a unique cocktail or high-end whiskey? Hearsay is where it's at. Enjoy an intimate dinner for two or host your next special event. Experience the chic antique history of Houston and Galveston with three convenient locations. Come in for lunch, brunch, dinner, and happy hour. Visit hearsayhouston.com for more information and to check out our new menu. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. 
Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. It's almost kickoff week for the Houston Texans. Kickoff week presented by Mattress Firm starts on September 3rd at noon with the virtual kickoff luncheon. In this free event, you'll be able to watch live interviews and moments with Texans players and celebrities you won't see anywhere else. Starting September 4th, we'll be choosing one lucky winner every day leading up to game day. Fans will have the chance to win autographed items, a $250 Houston Texans team shop shopping spree, and much more. To sign up to win, visit HoustonTexans.com slash kickoff week. kickoff week. kickoff Now, back to more coverage of what happened and what happens next. It's Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist. What happened over the weekend was the Texans got their roster to 53, among other things. Started practice in a game week mode for a Thursday night opener. It's never happened in Houston Texans history. Look, the Patriots are used to this kind of thing, all right? Playing on a Thursday night opener, and they have that fourth preseason game on the Thursday before, and they managed their way through that. Of course, no preseason game this year, but they did scrimmage on Wednesday night. They signed Deshaun Watson over the weekend, second highest paid player in the history of the league. And look, this stuff changes weekly. I mean, the next contract, Johnny, you mentioned it. Dak Prescott, who else needs to get paid at the quarterback position? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, Lamar, of course. Uh, that'll be next year, though, right? That, that yeah, yeah be that'll be year. next year. Yeah, that's, that's a next year because he's a year behind these guys, uh, a year younger, yeah. if you will, in terms of NFL age. Uh, it's Texans Monday presented by Houston Methodist. I want to get into uh, Watson in depth here as far as what he means, and I know it sounds sort of vague, but uh, we'll, we'll do that in the next segment. Just a few things to clean up here, though. I wanted to get this story in with the general, but we didn't get to it. The Tom Brady story that you sent me from Nesson in New England, how the culture there sort of seemed to erode a little bit last year, that his attitude wasn't that great. Look, I don't I don't know what to read into that. You know, attitude, really? Tom Brady, you know, a guy who uh, it wasn't the best Patriots team we've ever seen. They still managed right. to win the division. Yeah, they lost to the Dolphins last. I mean, here I am defending the freaking Patriots. Okay, stop me. <laughs> but what is going on today? But the thing is, what's Johnny, happening? You are actually defending them. Well, oh I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, really? I mean, look, I'm all yeah. for shoving dirt on the Patriots. I'd love to do this, but yeah. I don't buy this one. I don't buy this, this kind of dirt. Okay, I don't buy this story where you say it was so bad with Brady last year. They wanted him out the door. Uh, I think that, yeah, maybe after a couple of decades, it's time for a divorce. You know, when you when you look at pro sports and the way things are and egos are, we've heard reports and rumblings and, you know, they jettisoned Garoppolo for what they trade Garoppolo for, a two, right? A two. A two. Wow. Wow. Be kidding me. A two. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Considering here you are 
in need of, you know, reloading the cupboard. And, you know, that a one would have come in really handy and certainly worth a one, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? In today's NFL, you know, he's a he was a good backup and maybe, you know, the stock was very high. Uh, you know, all right, so I get it, you know, they got rid of him. But the point is this they still got to the playoffs, they still got the division and would they take that this year, Johnny? You know, would they gladly take playing on that opening weekend? Look, a lot of people are only one team gets to miss it because it's a seventeen field in each conference. But would yep. they take that right now? Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Absolutely. Because yeah. that, that would hosting mean at some game. point that would mean at some point, well yeah, hosting a playoff game or heck if even if they're just a wild card, the Bills mm-hmm. the Bills do what, what people think the Bills will do, what I think the Bills will do. And they they come out and the 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 Patriots go nine and seven, but get a wild card. They go on the road that first. I, I think. I think Belichick take might. That. I think they'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it means at some point Cam has probably clicked. It's probably clicked for them. They're probably doing some different things. But I saw that story and I thought it was, I thought it was interesting because it's always it's the same. It's the same old adage that winning just covers. Winning is the best makeup possible. Yeah. It covers up everything. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you start to lose a little bit and you start looking for reasons and blame and everybody's pointing the finger. Well, this is why they lost. Well, it was injuries or it was you know bad coaching or it was lack of depth uh, from the personnel department. Everyone wants to point the finger. Well, the Patriots for so long couldn't point the finger at anybody because they kept winning. They win and win and win and win and win. But then all of a sudden they started losing and then it's like, oh, Tom checked out on us. <laughs> really? I mean, you saw it on the sidelines. If you watched the the game, you know, you talked about the the Patriots game, and that'll be the the one on on Sports Radio six ten, a uh, hundred hours long, hundred hour long pregame show is just fantastic. And tonight you'll hear Texans v Patriots. Well, in that game on the sideline, and it made its way onto social media. Tom Brady is talking to his receivers on the sideline. He's like, "We got to do things faster. We got to do things quicker." I mean, he's agitated. Because guys yeah. aren't doing what he knows they're coached to do and what right. he's helped them to do, and they're not doing it. Well, think about that. If you're a boss or you lead anywhere and the group of people, is, the group is not doing what you've taught it to do, aren't you going to be upset? So, yeah, maybe he was, maybe he was flustered and frustrated uh, last year, but I can guarantee you that there have probably been other times that, that he's been that way too. And they won. And so everybody was like, well, yeah, this is what helps us win. It doesn't go both ways. It can't be, well, this is what helps us win, but it also now is what caused us to lose. Like, no, 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 no. It, it, that, doesn't, that, doesn't go, that doesn't go that way. You can't use that as now the scapegoat that, yeah, everybody wanted him out because his attitude was, you know, maybe his attitude had gotten poor, but you can't sit there and tell me that Tom Brady had been like that for a while. I, I, don't, I don't see it that way, but uh, maybe he just saw himself on the way out and uh, I don't know. Uh, it, you know. We're not in that building. It, I think it would be a very interesting 30 for 30 on that particular season just to Oof. know what happened. I don't right. think we'll forget it, No, but we'll it would be kind of interesting. We'll never get it. The other note that came up with the general, we talked about the tight end situation for the Houston Texans and Jordan Thomas, who's now on the practice squad of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, not being a part of the Texans anymore and – Thomas had four touchdown catches as a rookie last year. You know, the IR situation really didn't play much. Ended up with only one catch. But Aikens and Darren Fells were having a great year. I just think that the emergence of Fells last year perhaps made Thomas more expendable. Uh, You know, there's no perhaps. Definitely did. uh, Because Fells is such a valuable member of this team right now. 
And then it, what gets me excited, though, is that we're going to see some Kahale wearing out there. You know, he's, oh, yeah. now he might be down or just playing special teams, but they'll work him in. I mean, they've yeah. got something for him. And this could be really interesting because the guy does have a ton of talent. McLean talked about him getting to know the game, the mental part of it and everything. But I'm excited about this little yeah. X factor here. It's not a big, huge X. It might be a lowercase X factor X, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, I just – my I say worry. My hope is for Kahali when he goes in, he knows the adjustments. He knows, you know, the hot, if he's hot, just all the different adjustments and things that he's got. And I, I think playing tight end in this offense is a whole lot more difficult than people think. I think that's why it's taken a little bit. You know, we started seeing Jordan Akins really start to turn the corner in 2019. He really started getting there, I think. You know, Fells, Fells success came off of something really, Mark, that we hadn't seen the Texans run. You know, that RPO package. Yep. You know, with the zone read and then pulled and then Fells would pop out and just a little flip to him. You know, that was new to everybody, really. So that wasn't something that they had – it was something Fells was kind of learning as everybody else was learning it, and they all kind of, you know, gravitated towards it. So it wasn't like that was something that, that you know, other tight ends knew and he had to learn. No, they, he, he was the beneficiary of learning it. Right. Um, but I just hope Kahale is able to come in and he can do a lot of things because of his athleticism. He can do a lot of things. Um, but the way – you know, we talked about in the first segment and kind of broke this one down. The way that he is able to play a hand-in-the-dirt tight end out wide as a wide receiver, he can play an H-back. I just I don't want him to get loaded down mentally. He just gets lost in a fog, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Let yep. him just kind of get comfortable with, hey, when we're 13 personnel, you're here. We're going to really kind of ease you into the playing part of this. And then by week three, week four, he's kind of got his sea legs under him, and then they just keep adding pieces and adding pieces. Yeah, another guy who could have benefited from preseason games, but it's a long list in this league. Yep. All right, next up, more on Deshaun Watson. Who's the top comeback quarterback in the last couple of years in the NFL? Let's discuss this, among other things. It's Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist. There's another hour of Texans talk on the way on Texans Radio. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Houston Texans fans, tailgate is back. And though it's different this year, Jamison Irish Whiskey is going to help you tailgate like a Texan. Go to JamisonTailgateTX.com to enter to win a Jamison Ultimate Tailgated Home Package. And also check out our playbook filled with classic and new recipes, ideas for virtual tailgates, and ways to support your local bar. Game day is always a smooth one with Jamison. Taste responsibly. Jamison Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, product of Ireland, 2020, imported by John Jamison Import Company, New York, New York. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. 
my Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your teenager to help around the house? Okay, Mom. I emptied the dishwasher, vacuumed the basement, and folded the sheets out of the dryer. Wait, what? Oh, and next, I'm going to clean Mitten's litter box. Are we in some kind of prank show or something? That's a camera, isn't it? There's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit geico.com for details. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Season touchdown, Houston. This is Texans Radio. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. Next Gen Stats, powered by AWS. Hey, Texans fans, count on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans coverage. Make sure you're watching Texans Game Day on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans pregame coverage. And you can always catch up with up-to-the-minute Houston Texans reports and showtimes on FoxSportsSouthwest.com. There's no other fan like a Texans fan. And there's no other network delivering Texans football like the team at Fox Sports Southwest. Find a massive selection of new and certified pre-owned Hyundais at Ron Carter Hyundai, a better way to buy. Test drive any vehicle in Ron Carter Hyundai and get $250 in gift cards. Buy any vehicle and get $500 in gift cards. Sell them your car. There'll be any offer by $500 or get $500. Plus, get Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Gulf Freeway, just two miles south of the Beltway. RonCarterHyundai.com. See dealer website for gift card and trade-in details. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then, we gave it massive capacity and near-zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 
5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Come. Come. Back to the show that takes you inside the building the day after. It's Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist, Geico, and by Papa John's Houston. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. And Johnny Fulham just tweeted out that uh, they're ready for the Premier League. So, our our so Fulham. That. Our, our Fulham. Fulham. Yes. Well, I can't, I can't be Fulham now because they're in the same league with my guys at Man City. So. Oh, um, so now you have to drop little... them like a hot potato? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're on your own now. You're oh, on your own. All right. Well, but, okay. But, you know, Premier League on Peacock, I mean, streaming, you know, you'll have an opportunity to see them and – uh, and that'll be cool. Uh, I'm very disappointed because Messi decided to go back to Barcelona uh, and not join Manchester City. So I'm a little disappointed because I really wanted to see what Man City would have been able to do. But uh, yeah, what was that going to cost them? What was that going to cost them? I don't know. I don't think they ever got to. I don't think they ever got the numbers. It was kind of. Uh-huh. I don't know. It looked like it was kind of a legal situation, which Messi has had a few in the past. So yeah. um, I think they were trying to avoid that, and they did. So he's going back to Barcelona. And, it's all right. It's his I like choice. how you say with the th sound. The you proper to, what is that? Right? Castilian? Is that the way it goes? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get well, that wrong. I, yeah. It, it's like the C's and the Z's. I think are th. I yeah, think. Well, three so. years of Spanish in high school, I learned something <laughs> and uh, tried to hang on to it. I feel like I. I feel like I could speak it reasonably well, but I yeah. think you have to be not not now. But I, I was saying, if I got into a situation where I had to, I think you have yeah. to be in a country where. Yes. You need it. You know, if I yes. lived in Mexico City for a while, you know, yeah, sign yeah. me up. I think it's hard when you're not dependent on it. Language is like mm-hmm. that. And, yep. you know, football, we talk about football language when quarterbacks switch systems and they have to learn new yeah. terminology. And, you know, a bunch of, Brady was talking about that. Brady was talking about, you know, he, he knows every route, but right. things have different names now. So you have yeah. to get used to that after 20 years of doing it one way in this league. And speaking of doing things, a certain way. Deshaun Watson is really good at bringing his team back from behind in a game or tying score or you're tied and you need a field goal to take the lead. Uh, he's the top comeback quarterback in the league in the last two years. And Sean was going over the wins and he was also going over the losses that you and I have talked about plenty. Yeah. Where he leaves the field after a dramatic go ahead score, he leaves the field with the lead. And they're unable to hang on. And, you know, that's happened a few times, unfortunately. But it's going to happen to everybody. Uh, I just think it's incredible to have a guy like this on this football team. And I tweeted out one tweet, and it was a link to my story on the Watson signing, which was really not about details regarding the contract. It was about stop and smell the roses, everybody. You have a franchise quarterback. You have one of the best in the game. And, Look, I don't have to go back too far into the history of this thing to remind everybody how frustrating it was in the first decade of Texans history where the Colts owned the division and they had a good team. 
But it was largely because they had the best quarterback in the division and one of the best in the game, and that was Peyton Manning. And they owned the AFC South in the first 10 years of the division. Uh, Really first eight because the Texans won it in 11 and 12. But anyway, well, actually, that would have been uh, 10 and 11. Anyway, so what Uh, as far as the uh, amount of years in the division? But the point is this. Now you've got one of these guys. Now you have one of the best in the game. Now you have Aaron Rodgers or one of these players that you've been, you know, dreaming about. Drew Brees, you know, one of these guys for years, Russell Wilson. You have one. You have one of the very best. We can debate who is the best and, you know, how long and how much and how many titles. And, you know, we're I'm looking forward to all those conversations because we have number four here for a long, long time. Yeah, it's – yeah, and when you say that, you see 2025, you're like, man, okay. Well, what happens after 2025? Look, that's five years from now. Let's just – let's just go with what we got. Enjoy it. And, and, you know, it's it's interesting because when you follow various people on Twitter and on social media – and I follow a lot of Packers fans because I grew up as a Packers fan, so I've got Packers media that I follow. And they'll retweet things that the Packers fans say about Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, guys, you guys went from you went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Quit mm-hmm. bitching. Like, he's your guy. Like, he's one of the greatest there's ever been. And, yeah, I understand you haven't won a Super Bowl, but, man, when you can go into a game – and your quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, or in our case, our quarterback is Deshaun Watson, you feel like there's a chance. And, Mark, I, I will, for however long that he plays and however long he is our quarterback, I will always remember with 50 seconds on the clock in New Orleans last year, Yeah. and he's taken that hard hit on the touchdown where he kind of got flipped upside down and landed on his tushy. He walked on the field. I'll never forget, I was standing there about the 20, we had about 25-yard line. So I was about the 20-yard line, and he had just gotten the play from Bill and was walking out to the hu- walking out to the huddle. I mean, Bill may have been telling him in his ears, but he's walking out to the huddle, and I remember you saying, is there enough time? You made, made it kind of like, is there enough time? Now we get to see Deshaun Watson at work. And I just remember thinking something came over me like, I don't know what's going to happen right now, but I know it's going to be something exciting that will give this team a chance to win. And then he throws two dimes and covers 75 yards in 13 seconds. And you're like, it, Mark, it, it was, we, we went apoplectic on the sidelines. I mean, uh, you know, Cal McNair, there's a photo of Cal that uh, our friend Michelle Watson sent that Cal's got like a, a 25-inch vertical, you know, like right near each other. The scouts came down on the sideline. They were all there because they, they were going out to their college games after that. And they were on the sidelines. James Lipford, Baz, they were all down on the sidelines. And it was a mosh pit when he did that. And it was kind of like, in retrospect, I think, should we have expected that? I don't know if we should have expected that. But we should have expected something great. But it's the fact that when he gets the ball in that situation, do you not go, hey, this is four. Something, something incredible is about to happen. I we worried about time. We know that's going to happen. I worried about not enough time. As it turned yeah, out, yeah, I, I do worry about that too. <laughs> yeah, as, as it turned out, out yeah. uh, he left too much time for Drew yeah. Brees to do right. his thing, and it was kind of like the Philadelphia game, and it was kind of like the New England game, and it was kind of like the Seattle game, uh, yeah. where you leave too much time on the clock for the other opposing uh, great quarterback. Now, I wouldn't call Foles great. In fact, Johnny Foles did not win the job in Chicago in the early going, anyway. So, level of surprise over that. What? The Bears have a twenty-one million dollar backup, <laughs> and the oh. Patriots paid about 
five million to get Cam Newton. Oh my and oh, gosh. by the way, the Bears traded up to number two to get Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's not good there. And look, you and I both know uh, Jeff Joniak, the voice of yeah. the Bears, and great I, guy. Know, wow, he's, he's a great dude. guy. And and I just think it's Chicago. And yeah. think about how look they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, and we all know what happened. Uh, but and and look, Nagy seems like a very likable coach, and I think he's good. Yes. And, and look, they might they might be good. They might surprise some people in the uh, NFC North uh, if Trubisky can kind of hold it together. They can find a way to run the ball and play great defense. You know, that's a lot of yes. I just laid out right there. But yeah, uh, you know, you you make the deal for Foles. The value on Foles is incredibly high considering what he hasn't done. Never mind what he has yeah. done. You know, people talk about the Super Bowl and, you know, relief relief pitcher performances. You know, basically <laughs> you're you're talking about paying a closer as a starter maybe. I don't know yeah. how to sort of categorize him because he had those two great years in relief in the mm-hmm. with the Eagles. But that's it. That's yeah. it for well, him. Well, here's, here's my thought. Here's my mm-hmm. thought. I knew – as, even though full sign, I knew all along that Trubisky would win the starting job because I don't think you could have handed Foles the starting job and then gone to Trubisky after that. I think you would have been oh. in a world of hurt. I think you would have. I think Trubisky would have been done. I, I think it, it. I mean, you come out of camp and a guy who has gone through a virtual offseason hasn't even seen his teammates walks out there and beats out the incumbent starter. Now, I'm sure Bears fans wanted that to happen, but if you think about it, if Trubisky if Trubisky melts if, if they have if they give the job to Foles and Foles melts down, you trust that Trubisky is going to be the guy? I mean, what do you do with Foles at that point? Like, do you yeah. you take a cap hit, get rid of like, there's just so many questions, so I think they're going to ride the Trubisky train as long as they possibly can, and then when it completely derails, then I think they'll hand it to Foles and then see what he can do. I think the Bears will be starting over at quarterback this year. I, I mean, I just I just do. Um, I think they'll be starting over, and uh, depending on how badly it goes for them, it, it's a shame too because for Ryan Pace because he really made a statement with Trubisky like, yeah, yeah, this is the guy we're betting on upside. You know, this this is our guy. It's potential with him, and they traded up a spot to go get him, but they built this just knock them dead defense and that defense is on the bench going all right Mitch just get us a field goal I mean mm-hmm. and you know Bears fans have got to watch the last month and a half Patrick Mahomes signed his massive deal Deshaun Watson signed his deal and those guys were taken eight and ten picks respectively after Mitchell Trubisky was taken so and that's I mean can you imagine one of these two guys in Chicago and what look, that would have been like, my look, goodness. After what you paid Mike Glennon to be your backup, and now yes. you're paying Foles, because the deal to acquire Foles wasn't a, a big deal as far as yep. draft picks. What was it, a four or something like that? But yep. with Foles, it's about the contract, and Jacksonville yep. got out from under the contract, and they have their guy in Minshew right now for the moment. Seemingly. Yes. And, uh, and you know, who's uh, really good on social media, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he, there's no, I, by I, the way, everybody knows yeah, this. He is. He really is, good on really social good. media. But, you know, when your quarterback's really good on social media, that's nice. But you want him to be really good at football, too. 
And we'll see how that goes for them this year. Anyway, I I didn't mean to get off on the Chicago tangent, but I just find it fascinating. And if you're on Sports Talk Radio in Chicago, there's no shortage of material as far as the Bears go and the way they handle their business. And, you know, the way some people react to the Texans, you know, and not so much recently, but have reacted. It's like, folks, look at what's going on here. You've got a squad. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the game. You've got offensive weapons all over the place. Uh, the defense made some improvements here, and we just have to see what the end result is uh, when you start taking the field on Thursday night at 7:20 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Anything else jump out at you? You know, we we hinted at the D line here, Johnny, but Watkins making the squad, Blackson no, Big Z's on the practice squad, correct? So yes, that'll be nice. Uh, the rookie. And now, I don't you, think that's all been officially announced with the practice no, squad. I don't no, believe it. I've not it, seen a release. And it I will be. Wait for that. But it will, uh, it'll come out, yes. Yeah. And so I, I look around and I see, um, I see a team that, you know, it, the improvement on defense that you're looking for, uh, personnel-wise, you know, you're, you're banking on Jacob Martin year one to year two in the organization, all right, in whatever role you give him. Charles Amenahu, year one to year two, the health of Watt. Uh, I look around and I see Zach Cunningham, one of the best tacklers in the league. And here's another element that jumped out at me. It's great to hear these replays uh, at night. And tonight it's the Patriots on Sports Radio 610 as far as from last year because we were talking about Cunningham in that Tennessee game. And he was back-to-back double-digit tackles. Mm -hmm. Um, He had another, whatever, 12-plus against the Titans. And, Johnny, we pointed out, and Andre was great in this game, too, uh, pointing out that these were not like 10 yards, you know, beyond the line of scrimmage. He was coming up and jamming people. And B-back as well. They were really hammering uh, the Tennessee Titans. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for those kinds of defensive performances out of this football team. Yeah, there's no, there's no question. I mean, that's a, that's what you got to have. Now, the Chiefs obviously provide a little different challenge. I mean, the the target isn't going to be a you know locomotive coming at you. It's probably going to be more like a Ferrari or you know or a Lamborghini coming at you, and you got to try and how do you navigate that? But I think to me, if you look at uh, and and you go back to the the thing that probably surprised me the most was Angelo Blackson, but the thing about it is I, I, I shouldn't have been – and I wasn't like, oh, my God. You and I have talked about this forever. Nothing surprises me anymore in this league, ever. Everybody talks about, were you surprised they did this? No, never. Now, there's an element of, yeah, I kind of didn't see it coming, but I'm not surprised by it. But when you look at the common thread, seemingly, of these particular players, Charles Amenahu, Carlos Watkins, Ross Blacklock, Carlos Watkins, J.J. Watt, the common thread is – you're talking about athletic dudes up front. You're not talking about a lot of, of body mass. Whereas 2016, you started the game in Indianapolis with DJ Reader next to Vince Wilfork. That was, I mean, that was almost, what, 700-plus pounds of dude. But that's not <laughs> the way a lot of teams are playing the game now. Um, and so – you know, it's going to be tough when the Texans play the Titans because, you know, you've got Brandon Dunn. You've got some guys that, uh, you know, you, it's not as if you lack for, for girth with a guy like uh, with like Dunny. And who, you said Big Z made the practice squad. Look, Big Z's probably your next biggest guy, you know, at 320 pounds, but you're going to be really athletic up front. Very, 
very athletic. And the thing about it is, think about who we're playing, the Chiefs. You've got to be athletic in a different vein than you have to do when you face the Ravens the next week. But you've got to be athletic in a different way against them. And I think you've got guys up front that now are going to be able to do that and do it pretty well. Look, I, I love you know how I felt about DJ, and I know how you felt about DJ Reader. But DJ really had kind of, you know, for, for us here, you know, first and second down, yeah, let's go. Third down, now you look at a third down pass rush that's got Jacob Martin, Whitney Merciless, J.J. Watt, Ross Blacklock, Amenahu. You, in, in fact, you've got some guys behind them too. So you've got some opportunity to do some things, but you're going to play the game probably a whole lot differently because of the way the game is played now. Uh, you don't face 21 personnel a lot. You don't face 22 personnel a lot. You don't have to have 700 pounds of dude in the middle dominating like Wilfork and Reader. Uh, you've got to be athletic. You've got to be agile. And here's the other side of this. This is what the colleges are giving to you. I've said this all along. Football filters up. Great ideas come from high school level. They filter up to college, and then they eventually filter up to the NFL. Andy Reid said, he's like, look, the NFL is always five to seven years behind the high schools and the colleges. They're always implementing ideas. Did he and, say that? Yeah. He's, he's, wow. he's famous for saying, he said, look, the NFL is typically five to seven years behind. He's like, when, when you started seeing the spread in the NFL, it had really been probably a, a, a five, six-year head start by, by teams in college. And so what you're seeing now are athletic defensive linemen in, right. in college football. And when you find an athletic one that's 315 pounds, like a guy like Derek Brown, well, he ends up being a top seven pick. Uh, you know? But, you, but you, don't have, you don't have that as much. Because if guys are 340, 330 pounds, they're going over to play guard, you know, offensive guard, not nose guard. You know, you're just not seeing, you're not seeing a lot of that. Uh, the game is changing in college, and it's filtering up, and I think we're seeing the results of that, especially with this defensive line for the Texans. Yeah. Uh, by the way, what Andy Reid said, it really should be the other way, shouldn't it? I mean, we should see more experimentation at this level, but I get it. What, and it goes NFL back. A, yeah, it it goes back what? a long way. I mean, even the run and shoot. Didn't the run and shoot? originate in a high school somewhere yes and then it worked its mm -hmm. way up and mouse davis and you know yes. andre ran that offense and by the way andre's going to join us at 9 30 andre uh, ran that offense in college to perfection and a heisman trophy season and all of that uh so it's it's funny how these things do start at the lower levels i hate to use the word yeah. lower but for lack of a well, better word well if you think about it, it makes sense because the talent discrepancy is that large so you in the high school level, I mean, I, I think about you know, you know teams I coached. I mean, I was lucky to have a kid 215 pounds at times. So you have you have to get creative if you're going to move the football. You have to be creative. College is the same thing. The talent discrepancy is closer, or it's not as wide as it is in high school. So maybe you don't need to be as creative because your talent is just that much better than everybody else's. The NFL, the talent is pretty similar across the board for the most part, um, but. But NFL looks down there and says, okay, well, what, what do you guys got? What's, what's coming from the NFL to the colleges? To, and, and, look, you can't do it exactly because the rules are different. But that's why it filters up the way that it does uh, because you have to be creative. I mean, Mark, I can tell you the nights I just spent at home banging my head up against the wall. Like, I've got a bunch of private school kids, and I'm going against public school teams, and I just don't have the talent. What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And there were, you know, just trying to figure out, like, scheme-wise, what made sense? 
how do you do this? And that's when your that's when your innovation comes through. That's when your creativity comes through. And then you find a couple of nuggets, and you're like, "Ooh, I kind of like that. I kind of like what they're doing with that. I think I'm going to use that." And then the NFL is a little. And look, the other aspect is in high school and college, you don't run a quarterback as much as you do in the NFL. But now teams, even the NFL, are doing that. You know, Lamar. Oh yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I think we've gotten to a point now where you don't have to be an option quarterback to come to the NFL and succeed, but you better be a mobile quarterback to get to the NFL and succeed. Right. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. That has become such a weapon, and it's always been a weapon. Uh, you know, it's funny. My kid's obsessed with Mike Vick, you know, his playing days yeah. in Atlanta uh, because of Madden and stuff like that. And, you know, we watched the Mike Vick. Was it the football life or 30 for 30? Whatever it was. I yeah, think yeah. it was 30 for 30. But seeing some of those old highlights, I mean, he was oh. absolutely incredible. And, you know, great Texans trivia question. Who was the second leading rushing quarterback in between 2002 and 2006 in the NFL behind Mike Vick? And it was David Carr. Uh, it's kind of funny to think of it that way because he was a hell of an athlete. But, I yeah, I mean, that. now it's just become more of a – not a standard so much, but, yeah, you got to be able to take it on the ground every once in a while. You just do. And and Watson does it, you know, to a considerable amount. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's ridiculous with it. He's so good. And we're going to see him September 20th. And this reminds me of – I remember, I'll never forget the way you put it with the Ravens game back in 2014 when we were talking about down-the-stretch games. You said, that's that math problem on the test that you're leaving for later. You know it's there, and you don't want to deal <laughs> yeah. with it right now. Like, yeah. that Ravens game is, like, looming already. I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah. boy, here we go. I mean, it's you, you so want to talk about having it's to overcome. It's so different. It's so different. And, you know, it's week two. Luckily, have a little more time to get ready for it, but it's there. It is so there. Uh, and remember, the last time you took on the Chiefs, you know what happened? The last time you took on the Ravens, you know what happened? So this is a tough one-two punch to open the season with. All right, let's talk about it. And then some with Andre Ware. He's coming up next on Texans Monday, presented by Houston Methodist. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hey, Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's Pizza. And did you know that I am the number one Texans fan in the city? Well, probably one of many. But you know what? We've been a sponsor of the Houston Texans now for almost 20 years. The official pizza of the Houston Texans is Papa John's. And now when the Texans win, and they will, the very next day, order pizzas and you'll get half off. That's right, 50% off your pizza order the day after the Texans win. So come on, Texans, win a lot. Better ingredients, better pizza, the best football, Papa John's Houston. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. 
Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. The Houston Texans and Amogee Bank have teamed up to present the Small Business Boost. This program supports small businesses with $5,000 and Texans promotional assets. Winner Little Matt's is a small neighborhood restaurant in West University. Each month, Little Matt's owners donate proceeds to Texas Children's Hospital in memory of their son, Bobby, who was a patient there. During COVID-19, they have kept their staff working regular hours so they can support their own families. For more info, visit HoustonTexans.com slash businessboost. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. I'm Karen Murray, the owner of K. Renee Salon, and this is my story. The salon was up and doing well, then the pandemic came. It was terrifying. PPP was the way to go, called my banker, Laura at Amogee. When we started seeing these PPP loans funded, it was a huge relief. When I opened the email and saw the money there, I just knew that I would be able to help. The amount of relief was like, I can't even tell you. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. Tonight, we continue our commercial-free replay of the best Texans wins from last season. At 8 o'clock, it's the 2019 matchup against the Patriots. It's caught by Stills! Rock and roll! Here, Texans-Patriots. Commercial-free. Tonight at 8, a Texans radio special presentation. Inside the world's biggest pregame. 100 hours of Texans Chiefs coverage. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. Play here. Play here. Play. Going somewhere? The Texans mobile app. Don't leave home without it. Texans Monday presented by Houston Methodist. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris joining us now. Andre Ware as we are three days away 
from calling the first game of 2020, season 19, for Dre and I in the booth together. Are you ready, my friend? No, of course. Uh, I had to be ready. I'm, I was ready Saturday after, uh, after calling a college football game. It, kinda, it seemed like it just sneaked up on me. But mm-hmm. uh, got a chance to call one Eastern Kentucky against Marshall. Did it from my home office, which was was awesome. And uh, <laughs> if I if, if I needed to take a restroom break, I took three steps. I was in the restroom. <laughs> if I needed to refill my uh, my Arnold Palmer, I was downstairs and back up within a minute. Didn't have to wait in any line or anything. It was fantastic. So yeah, I'm ready. It's it's football season. How was the press box food on Saturday? <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome when you're from the house, and you know you can uh, you can get just about anything you want if you you pre-order it, have it sitting downstairs or in in the office waiting. I could spin around, make a plate real quick, and then uh, continue on eat during breaks. It was fantastic. You're an Arnold Palmer guy too. Oh yeah, big time. There, uh, there's a new one I picked up, Johnny from from Kroger called I think it's Hilltop. Uh, and they're and it's relatively cheap, three for five bucks, and it's the best uh, best Arnold Palmer I've ever had. Wait, when well, you're, was, make, when you're yeah. making one, is it half and half? Is it two thirds iced tea, one third lemonade? What's the percentage when you're pouring it yourself, Trey? That I don't know because uh, this is pre-made, and mm-hmm. so uh, it's in a big, you know, I guess sixty-four ounce deal. And and I saw the price, I'm like, well, it's worth a shot just based on the price and i had no idea it was going to surprise me with the taste but i'm not sure if this the one i'm i'm in love with now is just pre-made so i'm all about it i always go to shade more lemonade than tea um and yeah. that, what? that the yes no. yes shade more lemonade than tea um yeah. look tea took i moved to texas when i was 11 tea took a little took a little while to click for me it took a little <laughs> while the sweet uh, but, yeah, then, I, but then when it I, did I'm a sweets guy, so it's always mm-hmm. going to be whatever the sweeter is, and it's obviously lemonade. So I'm I'm going I'm going a little more lemonade than, than iced tea. Oh, you guys, uh, listen! I've I've interviewed Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I just named him <laughs> so badly. I, I asked him this question. I said, <laughs> "How did it originate?" You know, he's been asked this probably a thousand right. times. Yeah. And he oh, said, yeah. "Listen, it's just you know, hanging around a golf course. They had iced tea all the time. But it was getting boring, so I just threw a little lemonade in there to make it exciting. And it was like, uh, he said, one third lemonade. I was like, "That's it. That's my percentage." Anyway, yeah. uh, I wonder, Trey, I actually, go ahead. Before we move on from this, I wonder how it took off to where I it kind of got got dropped as his name and then became, you know, you go anywhere and you yep. just order an Arnold, Arnold Palmer and they know what you want. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I wonder how it got as big as it did. Well, the funny thing, though, even though it's been marketed as an Arnold Palmer by some commercial tea companies, Mm-hmm. He really like if you think about how many times people order this drink and he makes no money, the, his estate makes <laughs> yeah, no money from it. I don't exactly think they're hurting right. though. You know, like he's made more money in golf than I think anybody in history, even Tiger yeah. maybe. So, uh, <laughs> so he's he's done fine in his life. He did. Yeah. If anybody starts drinking John Harris, I want dimes. You know, I want dimes. I want dimes coming my way for sure. I was I was bombarding Dre with texts as I was watching the game that he was calling. Marshall's got a redshirt freshman quarterback, Grant Wells, and I was just, holy smokes, this guy is just dropping dimes all over the place. Um, And then I was like, "Eh, Dre's at home. I'm sure his internet's fine. He's getting all these texts. And so we were actually trading him during the game. But, Dre, we got a quarterback here in Houston 
And Saturday night was a really, really cool moment when he signs with the with or uh, inks his extension. What are your thoughts? I don't know if you had a chance to see everything that was going on, but just your thoughts about Deshaun going into year four. Uh, I think he's obviously more mature. You're in the same offense for now the fourth year, and a lot of quarterbacks, uh, trust me, don't have that luxury. I think I had, you know, four and four years when I was in Detroit, and, and it's like starting over every year as a rookie because you have no foundation to come back to. Well, this is going into year four for him. This is the same exact offense. Yeah, there are some new components around him, but uh, they're having to learn where he is actually growing. And so you start to look at all the great quarterbacks that have played Joe Montana, even though he went to Kansas City the latter part of his, his career, it was the same offense with Paul Hackett that he ran with the same San Francisco 49ers. Terry Bradshaw played in the same offense in Pittsburgh his entire career. And I can go on and on where guys that, that became all-time greats, they didn't switch offenses. The only one, there's one exception to that rule, and that's Warren Moon, and that showed you really uh, his versatility and, and just how good he was to go from offense to offense to continue to do and produce at, uh, at the level he did. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's so much of a comfort when you're coming back and you're building from what you've learned and what you've put in a couple of years before and expanding your game rather than learning uh, a new offense. I think he's going to be lights out this year for, for having having that in his back pocket. Andre, these two teams, Kansas City and the Texans, know each other well. Two meetings last year. Now, the Texans offensively could be different based on the personnel. What are you thinking we're going to see Thursday night? Because you have David Johnson, Brandon Cooks, you have Fuller, healthy, and a lot of different options. Randall Cobb. What do you think the offense is going to be like? Well, there was a push to obviously add some speed uh, to this offense, and then you got a great pass catcher uh, coming out of the backfield. So when you talk about Cooks and Fuller on the outside, those are guys that can push the envelope down the field. So I, I really look for for the Texans to try to, to get vertical uh, as the season goes on, as they get to know one another. And then you got Fells and, and all the other tight ends, Aikens, that can work underneath. I expect them to catch a lot of balls because you're trying to take the top off of defense. Uh, you've got Johnson coming out of the backfield. It, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it reminds me a lot of, of, uh, of some, some past offenses or really Kansas City and the way they go about their business and pushing the top of the defense. And then if it's not there, dropping it off underneath and you've got plenty of space in which to work with. So, uh, it's it's almost a these two teams are almost a carbon copy of one another looking one another in the mirror and who's going to flinch first dre obviously spending time with a lot of uh, college games as you do clyde edward Dulaire last year with lsu was yeah. just unbelievable in the receiving game uh in the running game it, it's one of the it's one of the guys i really didn't want to face early because you wonder how tackling will be full-on tackling will be in weeks one, two, three, et cetera, until you kind of get your tackling sea legs underneath you. When you watched him in college and now you see him with the Chiefs, how big of a weapon do you think he can be in this offense? Even with all that they have, now you add him into the mix for Kansas City. What do you kind of foresee with him there with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, he brings some speed. I mean, he runs 4-5 and, and uh, it reminds me a lot of Westbrook that – 
Andy Reid had at, uh, at, at when he was in Philadelphia. Yeah. A dynamic runner, an excellent pass catcher uh, out of the backfield. I'm not sure what his stats were. I think the, I think he rushed for over 1,400 yards and some mm-hmm. somewhere like that, and over just over 450 yards receiving on 55 catches, somewhere in that vicinity. But uh, the guy is a do-it-all back. He's a three-down back that they can use in their offense. I'm not sure he's the short, short yardage back to pound it in there, but that's not what the, what the Chiefs are about. They'll throw it on third and short or go for it on fourth and short and throw the football with Patrick Mahomes. But he gives them another weapon uh, to go along with what they have on the outside already, and it, it makes them even uh, more dangerous. And I know exactly why. Uh, Andy Reid went after him, and, and that's because he fits exactly what they want to do. A lot of people thought, well, they reached a little bit by getting him in the first round. He would have been there. No, this is a, this is a perfect fit for what they do, and it makes them even more dangerous offensively, if that's even a possibility. Dre, one week from today, we'll know how pretty much everybody has done in their opener except for, what, the Tennessee Titans who play on Monday night against the Denver Broncos in the late-night game of that Monday doubleheader on opening weekend. But what are your latest thoughts on the Titans and the Colts as they threaten to take the AFC AFC South crown from the Houston Texans? Yeah, I think they just got better. And they got better uh, yesterday as well mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball when they added the dynamic – pass rusher and clowny and a and a and a run stopper and underrated un, run stopper and in Jadevian clowny uh he knows the defense because he's obviously played for Vrabel before uh, i think that's why he decided to just wait until now to make a decision on where he wanted to go he missed a little training camp as a vet uh smart move on his part where you're not beaten up but he does know what they're doing defensively so the titans i mean i think they proved it last year they're a physical team they're a team that I liken to the college version of, of Alabama. When you play them, you feel it weeks later because they're so physical. They want to play that way in a box and beat you up and, and come at you. And, and it's not just the next week you feel it or after the game. You're still feeling that football game a week or so later. And, and uh, it's, it's, they, they got, they've got themselves a little bit better. Uh, throughout the offseason, the additions they made the Colts, I think, are, are going to be in the, kind of the same, uh, same, not so much like Tennessee, but they got better this offseason. Phillip Rivers there now. They have a dependable, solid quarterback and surrounded him with some weapons. And I think defensively uh, they're going to be better. So those are the two teams that I think are, are a threat to the Texans in the AFC South, Jacksonville, seems to be in the lottery for Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to dump as much talent as they possibly can to uh, to make sure that they bring Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville uh, in this no. upcoming draft. No. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> do not do no, it. it. Johnny, Johnny, it does seem that way. When you start, it seems you know, that way. Four, Fournette's the first one, and then he was the first hammer to drop, and then boom, 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 players behind him in, in uh, consecutive days trades made to Cleveland and so on and so forth. It just seems like that's exactly the, the, uh, the road they're going down is to let's dump talent. Uh, we know we're going to be bad this year, but we'll have the quarterback we want for a long time. What's the college game you have this weekend? This weekend I'm going to, uh, to – I'll be in Austin for Austin and UTEP. UTEP was able to squeak one out uh, this past week, I think, against Stephen F. Austin. 
they win. Dana Demo gets a, his second win as a head coach at UTEP. And then, uh, you know, with, uh, with Tom Herman in Austin, I think he's, he's building the way they need to to have some, some long-term success rather than a year here. And then all of a sudden they, they start to dip and it's a roller coaster ride. I think Texas is going to be uh, viable for, for quite some time. It's uh, ironic that I'm going to a place where both are former head coaches and coached at the University oh, yeah. of Houston with Dana Demmel and Tom Herman. Yep. So uh, that, that's obviously going to be a storyline during our game. Yeah, Herman, slightly more success at U of H than Dana Demmel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A more success. Okay, all right, Dre, thanks so much, my friend. Looking forward to it on Thursday night. All right, appreciate it, guys. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to get started. Can't wait. Thursday, 7-20, Texans and Chiefs in the league opener, not just the Texans and Chiefs opener. All right, next up, final thoughts on the matchup as of now with a few days to go before kickoff. It's Texans Monday presented by Houston Methodist. Keep it here for more exclusive info on your Texans. Texans Monday presented by Houston Methodist. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. More Texans Radio is on the way. 
Tonight, we continue our commercial-free replay of the best Texans wins from last season. At 8 o'clock, it's the 2019 matchup against the Patriots. It's caught by Stills! Rock and roll! Here, Texans-Patriots. Commercial-free. Tonight at 8, a Texans radio special presentation. Inside the world's biggest pregame. 100 hours of Texans-Chiefs coverage. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. This is Bill O'Brien, head coach of the Houston Texans. As you know, I'm passionate about performance, just like BMW. From the BMW 8 Series, the pinnacle of elegance, to the iconic 3 Series and first-ever 2 Series Grand Coupe, there's an ultimate driving machine waiting for you. Check out the all-pro lineup at your BMW Center and see for yourself. BMW, the official luxury car of the Houston Texans. Join BMW's Accelerated into Autumn event September 8th through 12th. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details. Here at Academy Sports and Outdoors, we want everyone to stay safe while doing more of what they love. So whether you're planning a fishing trip, heading out for a run, prepping your lease, or playing sports in the backyard, we have all the gear you need to enjoy more sports and outdoors, all at prices you'll love. And with curbside pickup available, it's never been easier to shop all our brands in-store and online at academy.com. Because whatever you love doing, we're here to help you have more fun out there. You're invited to Hearsay. Come sip, savor, and shake our craft cocktails and chef-inspired cuisine. From certified Angus hand-cut steaks to award-winning mac and cheese. Looking for a unique cocktail or high-end whiskey? Hearsay is where it's at. Enjoy an intimate dinner for two or host your next special event. Experience the chic antique history of Houston and Galveston with three convenient locations. Come in for lunch, brunch, dinner, and happy hour. Visit hearsayhouston.com to check out the new menu and more information. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Um, um. Final thoughts on Texans Monday, but there's more to come. The Bill O'Brien Show, Mondays at 5 p.m. And Texans All Access at 6. It's Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Thursday night, the Texans take on the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the NFL opener, and it's live right here. It's also on KPRC NBC2, so check it out wherever you can check it out as the Texans embark on the 2020 campaign And, Johnny, I feel like we haven't talked about the COVID factor for a while, which is good news, actually. And we are talking about matchups, which is even better news because that's what you're dealing with on Thursday night. A couple of things I wanted to ask you on the way out of this particular program. And one of them is, you know, guys we need to be concerned about that we haven't talked a ton about. Obviously, we've talked a ton about Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and a little bit on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because he's the new rookie running back that's going to get a lot of touches, a lot of looks anyway. But what about somebody like McCole Hardman? Somebody like that. You know, I'm I'm a little... Yeah, I'm a little concerned because you look at what his return meant in the playoff game, it kind of flipped things. You know, I talked about 
It was a it, it was a game that hung on the edge of a cliff. The Chiefs were dangling by a twig early, but they got back on the cliff, and the Texans ended up dangling from a twig and ultimately fell. Uh, McCall Hardman was the first, you know, part of climbing back up onto the cliff. Uh, that return he had on the kickoff when it was twenty-four to nothing, he can really be a big boost for this Chiefs team. And he was in the postseason last year. Now it's year two. You talk year one to year two improvement. I don't want to see it from this guy anytime soon. Yeah, I'm worried about the, the when they go ten personnel, one back, no tight ends. I mean, or or even eleven personnel with Kelsey as one of the tight ends, and they put they put uh, Tyreek, Sammy, and Miko Hardman out of the field, and it's like whoa, because how do you how do you, if you're going to play man against that? Ugh. So I watched the Chiefs Raiders game. You know, the other day, well, this was the best news I ever got. I woke up. This was probably about a week ago, and I woke up and got an email from YouTube TV because we we cut everything else. We went YouTube TV. Hey, guess what? You're getting NFL Network. I'm like, no. Oh. I mean, I, I almost cried. Um, <laughs> and then it said, and you can get Red Zone. Obviously, you have to pay the fee, but I, I was like, oh, done. I like before I got out of bed, I hit the I hit done. And so the other day on Red Zone, they were replaying the week two. It was week two or week three game. I can't remember which. I think it was week two or week three. The Chiefs playing the Raiders, and there's like five minutes left to go in the in the second quarter. And the Chiefs only have seven points. And I'm like, they scored 28 in that quarter. I remembered that number for some reason. And then all of a sudden they went off. And one of those was just a deep route, Miko Hardman. Just Raiders screwed up the coverage in the back end and ended up leaving a safety on Hardman, and he just roasted him. Mahomes just threw it out there, let him go get it, touchdown. He, to me, is a sneaky, sneaky hot weapon in all of this that really bothers me. And you're right, from the return game aspect and also uh, as a receiver, I think – there's no question he can be uh, a big-time threat in this. And I'm going to give you another name. And he absolutely killed us with two monster plays on special teams. But he also does it on defense. And they call him dirty. He's not dirty. He doesn't play dirty. Dirty Dan Sorensen, number 49. Ugh. Juan Thornhill has is coming off an ACL tear. And I don't know how they will, if they'll manage his reps, I don't know if I don't know what they'll do. I mean, Thornhill is the safety of the future. He's the right fit in this league. Dirty Dan Sorensen is a lot like a, a strong safety that sometimes plays linebacker, sometimes plays safety, but you can always count on him for making big plays. He was Johnny on the spot on a fake punt. He caught the – he made the hit on the kickoff return fumble. Two huge plays in that game. Sorensen made him. He made a couple of plays on defense after that. He is – and I'm trying to think what the Texans' equivalent to him is. I guess A.J. Moore is probably that guy, but Sorensen has played a lot more on defense. So he's a guy that worries me because he'll blitz, uh, he'll cover a little bit, but special teams-wise, he's also a factor. He's not – I mean, he is way off the radar screen because he's not a guy you think about defensively. But right. whenever you watch the Chiefs, that guy somehow makes an impact in special teams and on defense, and he did in that playoff game in a big, big way. So – I think those two names are probably the two that stand out from kind of an X factor. We haven't talked a lot about them sort of thing. Um, you know, we don't talk about offensive linemen too much, but we all know about Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher. They're two tackles who are very good. I'm curious to see what they do on the inside. With no Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, we're going to see Coleccio Semele. Um, he obviously from Houston been, was released by the Jets. Jets, I believe. Um, and so he was out there, and the Chiefs were like, wait. 
we can yep. get Osemele. Let's do it. He's been around the block a little bit. Okay, yep. that's going to do it for today. Now, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, Andre Johnson on the Texans Players Show. That's going to be awesome, a full hour with the legend, Andre Johnson. So we look forward to that. Again, kickoff, Sunday, 7.20 tonight at 8 o'clock. It's going to be the Texans and Patriots replay from last year. It's going to be fun. Johnny, thank you. Thank you to Andre Ware, John McClain. Thank you, Ben, for producing. Have a great day and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. The Houston Texans are proud to partner with Kroger and the Houston Food Bank to tackle hunger in Houston. Huddle Against Hunger, presented by Kroger, is a free, downloadable curriculum that includes activities designed to teach empathy and understanding around hunger in elementary, middle, and high school students, parents, and teachers. Join the huddle now by visiting HoustonTexans.com slash Huddle Against Hunger. At Brookside Equipment Sales, equipment's our middle name. You owe it to yourself to visit Brookside Equipment. Brookside is your top dealer for everything John Deere, and we're blowing out the competition with hundreds off gators and thousands off tractors, all with great finance offers. Brookside, 45 years with the best deals and treating customers right. Nine locations and now in Conroe. BrooksideUSA.com. At Brookside Equipment Sales, we're tough enough to cut it. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. My Twitter's blowing up. At Jackbox, when are spicy chicken strips coming back? Those would be amazing right now. You got it. I'm bringing them back today. Get my spicy chicken strips combo back on the menu for only $5.99. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Small drink and small fries. Delivery prices may be higher and subject to fees. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique Bowl Week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands, like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. 
Houston Texans fans, tailgate is back. And though it's different this year, Jamison Irish Whiskey is going to help you tailgate like a Texan. Go to JamisonTailgateTX.com to enter to win a Jamison Ultimate Tailgate at Home package. And also check out our playbook filled with classic and new recipes, ideas for virtual tailgates, and ways to support your local bar. Game day is always a smooth one with Jamison. Taste responsibly. Jamison Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, product of Ireland, 2020, imported by John Jamison Import Company, New York, New York. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. The first day of owning a new car is amazing. Fast forward to day 90, and if you own a Hyundai Tucson, it's still just as amazing. Which is why J.D. Power ranked it number one in initial quality amongst all 2020 compact SUVs. The Hyundai Tucson, a great deal more than just a great deal. Now get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the Tucson. Hurry to your Houston Hyundai dealer. For well-qualified buyers only, offers end 916 Call 469-613-0227 for complete details. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, go to jdpower.com awards. Houston Texans Lux is the only membership that gives you unprecedented access to Texans events and connections to the top business professionals in Houston. If suites become available for the 2020 season, be the first to know and sign up for the waitlist at HoustonTexans.com slash suites. In this uncertain environment, you can count on Houston Texans Lux to work for you. Contact us today for more information on Lux memberships. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash suites or call 832-667-2299. $2.99. 